Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the WrestleManiacs Podcast. A podcast where a group of improvisers from Detroit with a mutual love of wrestling come together to discuss each WrestleMania one at a time. Hello out there, all you nostalgia-holics, all you members of the IWC, or those casual fans who just watch it on TV, and all the members of the wrestling fandom family. Welcome to the WrestleManiacs Podcast. My name is Alex Ketchum, and I'm here with, always with the man with the plan, Mr. Bob Wick. Bob, how you doing? We're going to get down today, baby. Well, we got some special deliveries for everybody today, and with us is Jake. Jake, how are you, man? What up, though? Greetings from Detroit, according to Jake. Well, <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode, guys. It's a big one. Uh, WrestleMania 3. Well, I think a lot of fans kind of see this as like the first WrestleMania. Uh, and the best. Yeah, arguably the best WrestleMania. Probably. Hogan versus Andre. The yeah, I can see that arguing the best. It's it, clearly not, but yeah. <laughs> but I think it is when they started to get like their handle on the recipe for success. Yeah. yeah. Right? They, they found it with this one. The big main event, the Supercard. Uh, but this took place. In 1987, on March 29th, Bob, take us back to 87. Set the scene, if you will. All right, all right. So, top movies. Two of the top movies from uh, 1987. We have The Princess Bride and The Predator, both featuring wrestlers. Um, On TV, we have Highway to Heaven, tied with Dynasty for the 24th place. The fuck? Did you what? look up Highway to Heaven? Like, I purposely this... look up I know how near and dear how, it is. Highway to Heaven is a, uh, that's the out, wait, what is that? That's a TV show. TV? Oh, never mind. Bob was forced to watch Highway to Heaven a forced lot. Forced to watch. We discussed this in the car. Right. Right. Uh, for music, um, Walk Like the Egyptian was the number one hit by the Walk Bengals. Like and also, the Pile Driver <laughs> record was released for all you folks who like their rock and their wrestling. Vince gave you both. Coco beware. Oh, can I can I mention some music? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, another big record, big album from back then was uh Eric B and Rock Kim's Paid in Full. That was another big record. Sorry, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hip hop I'm nerding out on some hip hop shit. But uh, yeah. no, that's dope. Well yeah. That that needs that should be known. I mean it's no highway to heaven, but I get it. Uh, <laughs> f- fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna get like the entrance music for Highway to Heaven, like the entrance theme, start playing it's, it in the background every time Bob talks. It's some sad bastard music. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, your childhood just sounds so sad, Bob. I'm glad you're no, such a happy boring. human being. What about was, Stairway to Heaven from the OJ's? Oh, that's dope. Yeah. We're bringing up OJ again. Damn, we did. Not OJ Simpson, the OJ's. <laughs> 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 We we but we, we damn we did bring up OJ and again fuck oh OJS yeah <laughs> they ain't kill anybody don't worry anyways WrestleMania three yeah <laughs> indoor attendance record at the Pontiac Superdome right here in the Detroit area ninety three thousand one hundred and seventy three bigger than the Rolling Stones according to the Jesse the Body Ventura. Yep, it, that record stayed as the indoor attendance, the official indoor attendance record uh, for any event until '99, when the Pope did something and people came to see the Pope. Did he wrestle? No, Pope didn't beat nobody. Oh, uh, Devil's still out there. Last I heard. Yeah, the Pope's whack. The Pope. <laughs> Sorry, man. Like he, he ain't got no, he don't cut no good promos. He ain't got a, he ain't got no signature move. He ain't got shit. Got a good hat though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool character. What? It's not. It's not by new era. And he cuts so a promo the, like every Easter, man. And I'm an apatria, sefili, spiritu santi. It's like the smell with the rock is cooking. 
right, man. I don't see it, but whatever. <laughs> the Pope is a jabroni. So this was like the first WrestleMania on pay-per-view as well. And they made like $10 million roughly on pay-per-view buys alone. Uh, made over a million in ticket sales. So like they are, they've got, that whatever it is, they've found that what, what works. And I think a lot of it was the main event. Uh, they did what people, Vince McMahon had, was ambitious with this one as well as, char, as far as the goal to sell out like a huge venue a lot of cool new changes uh we have video packages before the the matches themselves like explaining what the story is you know for those of us who haven't seen 80s wrestling in a while it was kind of nice to be refreshed on you know what we're watching here also there everybody had almost everybody had a ring entrance uh, it kind of the way it's set up now you can kind of tell who wins by who got the entrance <laughs> um but for the most part it was really cool it had a little ring I like the, I remember the little ring. Love the little ring. I love the, the, the little the, rings that carry you down. Yeah, the, yeah, that 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 uh that made a lot of sense for me watching this because like I remember like playing like the WWF arcade games yeah. and they'll come down those little uh those little wrestling rings to the actual ring and I'll be like, why the fuck are they doing that? That never made sense to me. <laughs> that never made sense to me until I watched it just now. Watched WrestleMania three just now. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> One bonus episode we'd need to do was best wrestling game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like Monday Night Raw on Super Nintendo. WWF No Mercy. WWF main event on NES. NWO versus WCW. Revenge. That's true. Or War Tour. Oh. The WCW Nitro where they had the little promo interviews <laughs> when you picked a guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, you picked the bad guy. <laughs> uh, worst one is uh, WCW Mayhem. That was pretty bad. Oh. Yeah, yeah it was, was bad. That was bad. That was bad. That was trash. I got I got the in Nintendo One WrestleMania. It's not that great either. It's pretty tough. Oh yeah. Love the old arcade game though, with the big cartoon looking characters. Like if I could find one of those arcades, I'd buy the shit out of it. Oh we'll talk after. Okay. Right. Anyways, anyways. Back to you. But we digress. We digress. On to the event itself. The irresistible force meets the immovable object and Andre and Hogan is the main event place is sold out they get a huge shot of the crowd they go to vince mcmahon and he gives the big welcome to wrestlemania followed by local singer legend legend, legend aretha franklin singing america the beautiful why it's a better song that's why and it's vince's favorite and i have to agree with vince i, I like it we were talking about this before like it it's more patriotic, isn't it? It isn't just about a battle that happened during a war a, that's like very forgettable. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, and it sounds amazing. Uh, this is another clip they play a lot during other mes- WrestleManias. It, it goes, it, it toggles between her and Ray Charles, but they're both incredible performers, and this this was amazing. I didn't know she played piano. Me neither. She killed it. I'm not surprised she killed it, but she killed it. Yeah, they had a little bit of soul to it because she is who, Jake. Queen of Soul. Damn right. I think she should have uh, sung her 80s hit on. We going riding on the freeway <laughs> of love in a Cadillac. <laughs> she should have opened with that. That's better than American. And they came down the little ring while singing it? Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Or a little Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> and a drop top Cadillac. Yeah. Just singing that shit. Yeah, that would have been dope. But whatever. A decent opener, nonetheless. Yeah. And she put a little solo spin on it. It was great. And then we go to like our announcers. We got Jesse and Gorilla. And Jesse is, my once again, my hero of fashion. Like If I could dress like him and be like a successful human being like he is, 
wearing. Uh, snake on snake. That's what I've called it. Snakeskin suit. Yeah, but two different kinds of snakes. He has a like a rattler for uh, for the top, and I don't know for the bottom. But they're completely different colors. But they look great. High collared. He's looking smooth. He can pull it off. That's what makes me jealous. Yeah, he he could pull anything he wanted to off. And of course, gorillas being gorilla, got the glasses on, then a, a random colored jacket. They're yeah. they're joined by two of the people we saw a lot through that this show: Mary Hart and uh, Mr. Bob. Baseball Bob Uecker. Yeah, Bob Uecker. The Uke. The gorilla, the body, and Uke. Who have a lot of fun during this whole thing. They, Compared to our last celebrity guest, they're they're crushing it during this whole thing. Doing bits, uh, doing interviews, uh, announcing, all of it. They're, they're crushing it. So I think Vince learned a lot by, by sitting next to Susan St. James, America's top actress, during WrestleMania 2. Well, we know Dick got her in there. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I just like wanted to say that, but yeah, no, no, they did great. Like I was really impressed with Mary Hart. It was, it was impressive. You just got that. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Anyway. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know who Mary Hart is, she was uh, during the eighties. She's one of the, I don't know what you call it, like one of the broadcasters for Entertainment Tonight. Host. Host. Yeah, her and John Tesh. That's what I remember. She was basically the eighties Mario Lopez. Um, and she was also um, Miss South Dakota okay. for a little while. So, right. you know, Coming very, very bad, attractive woman. Hailing from the Badlands, Mary Hart. All you right. made it sound dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bob Euchre, everybody knows him either from baseball or Mr. Belvedere or Major League. Major League, yes. Yeah. A Hall of Famer in both uh, Major League and WWE. All that shit went over my head. Oh, well, you gotta watch Major League. Oh, you, you gotta watch. Yeah, you gotta watch the Belvedere, man. That... Mr. Belvedere. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to watch Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> I know, I don't. Just the opening. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, Bob Euchre. He he does another WrestleMania later on. I think he does WrestleMania. Actually, does it next year. I think as well WrestleMania four. Uh, but as far as celebrities getting in the Hall of Fame, he deserved it. He oh, knocked, absolutely. He knocked everything he did out of the park. Mm-hmm. He was great. And Mary Hart held her own, too. She was actually with it. She understood what was happening. Uh, so good for yeah, her. Yeah, we'll talk about a, little, about a little bit more during uh, a match that they do commentary for, but it was she did really well. And I like the fact that she was looked like she was wearing an old ring jacket that Macho Man used to have. <laughs> like, if you just took one of his capes and wrapped it up into a dress, that's what yeah. she was wearing. I would like to see, like, a scene where they both walk in at the same time, wearing the same exact thing, like, ah, oh, they just want, I sent you the email, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 1980s email? <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, bad as a motherfucker, though. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that, too. Woo-wee. Like, I had a crush on her, like, in middle school. Like, seeing her in WCW, I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. This old chick, bad as a motherfucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah. First match is Can-Am Connection versus Morocco and Orton with the devious one, Mr. Fuji, in their corner. Can-Am Connection, I gotta admit, I remember this team name, because yeah. I'm a huge team name fan again, but I kept thinking it was, I'd always get them confused with Strike Force. So. Yeah, me too, because uh, they, they, they dressed very similar, and they kind of had the same, I don't know, uh, character thing going They dressed the same? So yeah. Like, so they both looked like they was wearing diapers and shit? Yeah, yeah, like the male, male diapers. Yeah. They wore, yeah, the white tights, uh, which I'm not a fan of. It does, it... it you're already wearing like an underwear like 
thing and you weren't put in the, just all white. Like you like, wearing tidy whities and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It put it makes you less intimidating. Look like you were you're a, one stomach punch away from a man. <laughs> like embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, God forbid you're having an upset stomach. Oh punch, yeah, man. man. Get a bundy splash. If and... they stopped at Hamtramck on the way there, they would have been fucked. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Fuck. I can say that. I'm Polish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the finish was good, though. I liked it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, really, I, I wish this match was a little bit quicker. It really didn't have a story to it. It just was us versus you. And we wanted the good guys to win, and they did. Fuji looked great, though. He had a great go Fuji always looks good, man. The bowler hat, the odd job outfit. It was great. I liked seeing Mr. Fuji with the cane and everything. He was yeah. an iconic manager to me. Plus, he was intimidating as hell from a guy who didn't really fight during the match. Like, he doesn't really jump in. He might throw a cane, but he, he wasn't really getting in there and scrapping or anything. But, man, if he wanted to. If he wanted to, yeah. Um, Up next, we got a couple, of, like another match that I didn't remember at all happening at this event. No, no. This is a very, un, uh, I don't know. This is a very forgettable match. Uh, I did like how we get our first ever video package. Of all time at a WrestleMania right before. So we did know the story. Because, right, again, right. I didn't remember this. So this video package is very important. So we have uh, Billy Jack versus Hercules. Yep. Yeah. And Hercules has come under Bobby Heenan's managerial services since, like, the last WrestleMania. Of course, he does. He still thinks occasionally in promos that he is the actual Hercules from long ago. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah, is just man. stupid. When I was there... Killing the bear and throwing him up into the heavens. <laughs> I used these chains to pull down Olympus. No, you didn't. You're no. just a guy named Hercules. Your last name is Hernandez. The real Hercules didn't have a last name. <laughs> With the premise of during the 80s, we really wanted everybody watching this to believe that we're actual people. That was kind of like a, a weird thing to me for them to like, oh, yeah, pretend like you're Hercules. or like He didn't you, get it. Yeah, you walking around saying that you are the actual Hercules from mythology Makes you look like a crazy person, and why are we let you in a ring with a normal person? And give you a big ass chain. Yeah. Like, I, mm. I feel like Bobby would just shake his head when he would start talking. <laughs> yeah. I, would. Uh, I did like the premise, though, of. So the whole thing with this match is both Hercules and Billy Jack Haynes uh, use the full Nelson as their finishing move, and their, their whole beef with each other is who does it best? Which is a great premise. We we even use that premise today with like uh was it Becky Lynn? Well, it wasn't so much. It was who does it better, better? Yeah, who's but, better at what they do? Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- th- this happened a lot in different, like, especially like in the eighties, early nineties. They would have people who had maybe the same finish, and right. they would see who the better is. Like I always thought that Rick, uh, Greg Denver Valentine should fight Ric Flair because they would see who the master of the figure four is. Yeah, you could do head. like Bret Hart versus Sting, like Dorothy and Dorothy and. That was what, Scorpion Deathlock <laughs> is what I was trying to say. Uh, versus Sharpshooter would have been an amazing match. Yeah, I, I, and I think that was... Sharpshooter all the way. You yeah. damn right really? it is. Uh, Sharpshooter for 100% all the way. And also, like that was like one of those dream matches like when I was a, yeah. you know growing up. They and they had a match. They, I mean, they, it wasn't like a Sharpshooter versus Scorpion Deathlock match, but they had a match. They, they both fought uh, like WCW or some shit. Yeah, but it was like... Brett came out with like a busted knee and like f- couldn't finish or something. Yeah, I mean it was bad. Yeah, they, I, them both in their prime and not in WCW would have been best. I, I think yeah. just because the way they used Brett in WCW was kind of bullshit. It was terrible. But 
But I mean, yeah, Sting versus Hart was a Starcade main event. It just made itself. It's done. Right. But once again, we digress. Back on track. Billy Jack, a huge fan of organ, by the way. Like, that guy has organ on his boots, his tights, yeah. his headband, his choke collar that he took off with his jacket because he had that weird-ass hat that the Undertaker stole, I think, <laughs> years later. Right. Uh, so we get a double count out. Uh, there's a fight at the end. Like, and this is something that always annoys me. Like, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. finally get color. Well, not finally, but we do get color uh, after Hercules beats him up with his chain. But... I don't like when matches get more aggressive after the match than they do during the match. Like, where was this fight during the match, man? Like, yeah. step it up. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it just struck me as odd because that there was blood, and there was blood at the end of like, the last WrestleMania. This is like the second match. Yeah. And it was just after the fact. And they're, yeah, I guess continue the feud, but it's a forgettable feud. Yeah. So, which leads us into a, uh, an interview with Mean Gene, King Kong Bundy, and two little people. Um, no. One you might recognize from the last WrestleMania. Uh, no, no, he's not in that one. Sorry, it was uh, Lord Littlebrook and Little Tokyo. Yeah, let me redo that. So n- next we have like an interview with Mean Gene and King Kong Bundy and two little people. My God, how the mighty have fallen. Went from a main event to this. <laughs> Total <laughs> gimmick <laughs> match. Damn. Ooh. Yeah, because he was in the uh, WrestleMania two main event. He was in the main event in the last WrestleMania. Then he fell. Then he had to do this shit. Now he's teaming with Little Tokyo and Lord Littlebrook. And I feel like damn, like I feel like, I mean, it is a bullshit match. But it's like I feel like it's like I don't know. Like I like disrespecting little people. Be like, yeah, you you, you down with the little people now or some shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's fucked up. No, I get it. It's like, all fucked up, bro. Man, I think whoever wants to wrestle, if you're trained, you should be able to wrestle. So I'm not saying little people shouldn't wrestle, but I think now I hope you know I haven't seen any little really little people since Hog. Uh, what's the name? Hog? Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and like. Putting, making them dress up, up like leprechauns and, I don't know, Oompa Loompas or whatever. Or just naming a city and putting little in front of it isn't that interesting to me. Like, let them be real characters. I mean, they're real people. They're real athletes. Let them, let them develop something cool. Little Beaver had a real character. Little Beaver looked like he was 100 years old. <laughs> little Beaver was 100 years old. And uh, Little Beaver might, be, might have died during this match. Yeah, that, I didn't see him moving at the end. That was rough to watch, man. Uh, he was moving a little bit. I saw it. Yeah. He, he was, he's fine. He's fine. Well, you know, he has Hillbilly Jim to look after him. And then we learned from WrestleMania 2, Hillbilly Jim is like a doctor. He is. I mean, he helped Hogan recover from a back injury. I, I think he can help a little person after King Kong Bundy squishes them. Hmm. If there's anything left. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> What? Wow. King Kong Bundy was that? King Kong Bundy? No, 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 no. Like, like a double thought of, not, not you. Just the thought of it. Like, oh, that, like, I wouldn't want to take, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't want any, uh, you know. Ah. King Kong Bundy fell on me. There wouldn't be much left. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Anybody. But, yeah, so it's Hillbilly Jim, the Haiti kid, uh, who we also saw in WrestleMania 2. He's making his second WrestleMania appearance. He still has the Mr. T haircut. And he's they got Little Beaver, who's 90-ish on their team. And Bob Euchre is loving the name Little Beaver. Oh, my. Playing a lot with that. Him and Gorilla Monsoon are having a great time with Little Beaver. (laughs) (laughs) They like playing with the Beaver. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, though. The match itself, like, (laughs) 
Oh, you just broke Jake. I got Jake. Thank you got Jake, Jake good. <laughs> That was uh, bad. That was bad. That was pretty bad. That was man. euchre bad, man. <laughs> and was, you just euchred the shit out of that. That was bad, man. Uh, but little Tokyo, man, he can he can wrestle. Like that dude was He was one of the yeah, he's kind of known as one of the best little people wrestlers. Um I believe later on he was Max Mini when they, they had a character in WWF that was reoccurring that was uh kind of like a little mini Power Ranger. Alright. But yeah, wasn't he with Hurricane or something for a little bit, or something? There was some kind of crossover. Yeah, there, there was something. Going I don't on. remember. I can't remember. We'll probably run. We'll run into it later on, <laughs> as we go through the years. Hmm. But this match was much shorter than I remember it because I do remember this match from this event. Uh, it's talked about a lot with Bundy and like Hillbilly Jim and the little people. Of course, Bundy just breaks the rules and beats up Little Beaver. Although Little Beaver was breaking the rules too, so I gotta say Bundy might have been a little justified. The elbow drop was a bit much. And the big splash was way overkill. But and Hillbilly, what was he doing? Watching, <laughs> just watching. Uh, yeah, again, it's, uh, Bundy in another squash match. I didn't mean it, but it's another squash match. <laughs> and uh, it's where the term squash match, squash match came from. So yeah, JYD versus Harley Race is up next, and the interviews before this were great. <laughs> one was great because yeah. it was good and one was great because it was freaking terrible fucking bad oh my god okay for one thing as Bob you mentioned was Moolah ever young <laughs> yeah she yeah she looked she, she looked old then and she was old I mean I don't know man you know shit yeah she, yeah, she, she always looked old but I like what Jake said like look at those two they, they're staring off like her and Race are just I don't know what they're looking at there must have been something going on in the background because they just had like dead eyes. Yeah, it was looking weird, man. Like, like it was, I don't know, it looked weird. <laughs> he did have a, yeah, Harley Race with the blonde hair looked like the kid from Bad Santa having like a weird stare yeah. on the contest. But I've, yeah, heard, uh, I've heard Race do like promos before, they were never this choppy. So I'm, I'm not sure what's going on here if they just used like a rough take or something. Maybe. Yeah, he looked like a dumbass king, man. Well, the crown up. was too small for his head, so they didn't have it on him in the, the interview because he hated it because it was tiny and he had a giant skull. And then Bobby, I'm going to give you the crown jewels, Moolah. Oh, yeah. But oh. Moolah was just looking to the left of the camera. Thank you, Bobby. I take these jewels and JYD will bow down to the king like, like he should. <laughs> she, yeah, bless. man. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. Um, but 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 JYD though, JYD, he's a promo king. I I love his promos. Dog, this my dog. Did my man just say? What did he what he say? What's the line he say in the uh in his promo? Sure as I'm black and the day is sunny. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> ah, dog! I can see JYD just like being a being a preacher in that character. I was just thinking shit. that, yeah, yeah, man, like straight up, man. Him and Reverend Dion <laughs> matching up. Reverend Dion, no shit. He came H- yeah. him him with uh my man from him and a preacher for coming to America and shit. Man. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, straight up. So we wrap up those interviews and we go right on to the match and JYD comes out in the mini ring just dancing. 
with thump on the back of his tights, yeah. busting a move to grab them cakes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to uh, address. What, what what was up with thump on the back of his tights? What was good? It was a term he used for beating up people. Like, you know, I'm gonna thump you. I'm gonna thump you beside your head. Is what I was told when I was a kid. And then I think the specific move he would do would be like a like a crawling headbutt. Yeah. So anytime he give you a headbutt, it was a thump. A thump. He used to give you a little thump. Okay. Because that's the sound. That's the anomatopoeia your head would make when yeah, it thump. hits another head. Yeah. Right. Thump. Because his yeah. lore was. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. His his whole lore was his head so hard that when he gives you a headbutt, it's gonna fuck you up. No. Okay, and that's why you saw Harley Race drop a headbutt on him and then like hurt himself. Which was a great sell. Like, okay. Yeah. Because my because because when I saw a thump on like written on his on a, on the ass of his trunk. Wrestling uh, tights, I think he's, like, talking about his ass or something. Like, you know, because, like, you know what I'm saying? When you, like, a thump is a term for your ass. Like, a like what? A I've f- never heard this. Never, no. Fuck y'all. Educate <laughs> No, no. Educate me. No, no, no. no, no I'm saying, like, 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 back, like, 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 back, like, back in the day, when her, like, like, you see a chick and she got, like, like a, like a, like a little ass on her or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was like like a big ass. But like if he's got like a little ass, like, oh, she got a little thumper. You know what I'm saying? Like she got a little thump. <laughs> a little thumper and shit. I've never heard that. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like Neither shit, shit like that. Like she got a little thumper on her. So like when when I saw a thump on JYD's um, wrestling tights, I'm like, do you think he got like a little ass? He got a little cute ass or something like that? Because that's what you think. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Does he think that? I, I don't uh, think you can give yourself amazing. a nickname like that, though. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Like, someone else had to think he had a little thump. Yeah. Like, it, giving yourself a maybe nickname. someone you did. You, you don't know. Yeah. Maybe someone you did. You don't know. Like, maybe miss a little bit. Miss a little bit. Maybe miss Elizabeth. Uh, maybe miss Elizabeth probably thought, like, like hey, JYD, you got you got cute little thump, thumper or whatever. I don't know, man. <laughs> No, I'm that's saying. more of a Moolah thing. I don't think much of it. Elizabeth, what you saying to Jaywood? But but like, this is a thump. But you see a girl, yeah, you see a girl. She got a little ass or a little cute, a cute, a cute butt or whatever. You'd be like, she got a little thump. She got see, a coming from Tennessee, man, like, it was only one thing. It was the onomatopoeia for somebody like either like flicking you in the head or just knocking you in the skull. Oh, was, oh, I'm gonna thump you upside your head. That's what my uh, parents would say I to me. Was, I, I thought it was ass. Like, you know, I thought it was a thump. Or maybe, I don't know. I thought it was big. Like, it's a, like, a, like a small chick with a, like, kind of like a, with a nice ass or kind of like a a, a, a big ass. She's Like, she's slim. Like, damn, she got a thumper. Or she got a cute, but like, she got a little thumper on her. I don't know. But like, that, that that's what I, yeah, that, Okay. Generation that's, of that's what I heard. Yeah, that that that's that that's what I grew up saying or hearing and shit. So like, when JYD came up with thump on his ass, I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck is this?" But like, God, I wish I was looking at you when you saw. <laughs> I wish I knew that. Term. I forgot this was the first time watching this at all. Yeah. So yeah, this you was discovered like a lot of things and... during this journey. Yeah. I did. Uh, let's talk about the match though. <laughs> sorry, sorry to get off the ass talk, but. That was yeah. I I feel cooler now for knowing that term though. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, We're fun. learning. But yeah, Harley Race and Jay Day. Harley Race does his thing. He bumping all over the place. I love the spot we talked about with the headbutt hurts himself because he was famous for dropping those headbutts too. And yeah, I, I, he he was also quoted to say like after the whole Chris Benoit thing, like he feels 
slightly responsible and bad that because I guess Chris Benoit is not the only person who who's had like concussion issues because of the the, the flying headbutt. The, yeah, because Hardy Race was very famous for that that no blocking, just going stiff and boom, boom. bam, and it was great. And that's why he was like a 17-time world champion. So to him to have the wherewithal do when he does it to someone who, who whose lore is they have a really strong head and to be hurt from that that was pretty cool. I like that. that. I cool. like that character choice. Yeah, it was great. It, it was awesome. Harley Race is he's really good. He's really good at everything he did, even though people didn't like the king gimmick on him. Uh, and then, Terrible, yeah. but Euchre also start start Bob Euchre starts his. Uh, Creepy bit, uh, how much he wants to meet uh, Moolah. <laughs> like, and Moolah does not need to be met by nobody. I, yeah, it's just his thing. Like, there's a lot of these bits that him and Jesse do throughout re- these next two WrestleManias, which is like, well, if I can only get her into a room. It, it, looking through 2019 eyes, it's uh, kind of creepy. It's, it's kind of creepy. For who? Everybody involved. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Harley Race gets the win with that belly to uh, belly to belly suplex, which he was famous for all his suplexes. So that went that what works. Then JYD gets the big win. He wins the day by not bowing, but taking the throne and bopping Harley Race upside the head while Moolah stares and looks creepy. Because they had the, I did enjoy the premise of this um, match of whoever lost had to bow to the other person yeah, out of respect. Yeah, there there was consequences to everything. It was a great story. There was consequences. If you don't have a belt, there's got to be something to raise the stakes. And I thought having to bow to someone you don't respect is pretty cool. So JYD gives him like a, a half bow because he's a man of honor and he lost. But then he hits him with the chair. So it's like he still gets his comeuppance. I loved it. And it the crowd perfect. went crazy when JYD got that chair and just cracked him. It was yeah, crazy. JYD seemed like a definite, a definite like guy. I probably I would have liked if I was watching it back then. Like charismatic. And it, like the shit he said in an interview, um, I'm black as the day is sunny or whatever. That's ain't that what he said? Show us I'm black as the day is sunny. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, only thing about JYD, like I, I can't rock with is the fucking, um, you know, the change. You know what I'm saying? Like a black man in change. I just can't. I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? It just it felt weird. It felt weird. I don't know that WWF pushing that was just weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it was supposed to be like a dog collar, but I, but I, I, I never thought about it that way. But I'm mean, of course I'm not black, so like, I don't understand. But however, I, I, I can, I, yeah, I can say one thing though. JAYD had enough charisma to not need any gimmicks. True that. True, true. Yeah, he, yeah. I definitely saw that. I, I was just saying like, you know, I ain't trying to like bring. I hate to bring that race into it, but it's just like that's how I think all the time. You know what I'm saying? But like, just, and I just felt weird. Jacob, you go on a podcast to tell people how you think, so don't don't ever apologize, man. There's a reason. I really apologize. No, I'm, just, no. I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm, just saying. T- I'm just telling you where I'm coming from. I feel you, and you know. that's the point of you being on the show, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. People aren't listening to this thing to learn about the history of wrestling. There's so many podcasts about it. This is about us watching wrestling, you know. And we have completely different backgrounds. Yeah. And yeah. different eras we started watching wrestling in. Yeah. And so then, yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, and I, again, JYD didn't need a, didn't need a collar. He was an iconic, charismatic character. Period. JYD wins the day, and then we're on to an interview with Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon, which seemed like a standard interview. However, yeah, there's several interviews with Hogan. There's several interviews with Andre the Giant. 
this one was a little creepy because this is the only time we don't see a lot of Vince during this this whole event. Like, in, I at think least not a, doing like the backstage interviews. Yeah, that was Mean Gene's thing. Um, and it was just Hogan doing this thing while Vincent was giving them this serious look. I don't know. I believe you described it as, did Hogan fart and Vince is trying not to sell it? I'm going to get a picture of this and post it on the Facebook page, WrestleManiacs Podcast on Facebook, y'all. And it, it, when Bob said that, I couldn't stop laughing because Vince has this weird, like, it looks just like Hogan ripped one right before the camera started and Vince is just trying to be cool with it. But he's holding that microphone way out there. Anyways, we get on into the team, uh, the dream team. Takes on the the Rougeau brothers. Rougeau brothers are on the level of killer bees for me. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, the, we start the matches talking about uh, <laughs> Greg the Hammer uh, Valentine's robe. There's a lot of robe talk, talk in the beginning of this match when they enter the ring. Uh, but it it's a good example of the really cool give and take between Jesse the Body Ventura and Gorilla Monsoon because mm-hmm. Gorilla's like, oh, you never had a robe like that. You're like, no, I had boas, and actually, it's. I forgot how they got into the subject, but he's like, oh, that reminds me. This week is boa season. <laughs> like, what the, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it, it was just like, you could tell it was spontaneous, but they have a lot of fun with each other and each other's careers. And Yeah. Oh, would you stop? Yeah. I, I, I love their give and take. Yeah. That was probably the best part of this match, honestly. The yeah. Rougeos were good guys here. They became like bad guys much shortly after this because no one ever cheered them. So there was m- nothing to cheer for other than well, their finishing good. move was the cock knocker. Did you not see that shit? All right, so the guy gets him up like he's going to do a heart, like a uh, the heart attack, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got him by the knees, and he picks him up, and his brother climbs the top rope and just jumps and slaps him in the face with his dick, knocking him to the mat. That's what I would call the cock knocker. So he didn't call that. You just called it that. No, that's not, I don't think that's the official term. No, I don't I don't know what it would be called. Oh, I wish I would have heard Gorilla Monsoon go. That's the cock knocker. <laughs> the knob gobbler. <laughs> off the top. Oh, that's rough. Are we watching wrestling or porn? Anyway. Yeah. But it, that's just, I just remember watching that finishing move. I was like, now how does he do this? And just bam, dick to the face. Uh, another interesting part about this, like during during the match, Bobby DeBrain joins them for commentary and just talks about how he's two for two, baby. He's two for two. He's he's winning WrestleMania, so he's selling the whole fact that he's a manager and like putting more stakes on to uh, an event that's already overhyped as it is. So I thought that was really cool of Bobby to come up there and just mess around. Very Heenan-ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's all these little details. Like he he always added to his character and the event itself, which is that's why I love him. Now, the- R.I.P. There, there, there is one thing to this match because the the finish, uh, they're making a new dream team. It's going to be Dino Bravo and Greg the Hammer that was short lived, but this is they abandoned Brutus, and I thought that was more clear why they did this. But it just seems like no, we don't like you anymore. Um, Brutus was complaining because they cheated. He was upset they were cheating. But he's a yeah, but he never had a problem with that before. Yeah, the last few WrestleManias, he had no problem. You know, he's grown a lot in the last couple months <laughs> yeah i guess the plan was for dino not to get involved but he did so bruno uh, so Dino, uh yeah beefcake wasn't happy anyways that's so that's the dream team is broken up now and beefcake is kind of a good guy yep. until we get to the next match where this story continues so we probably get the best video package of the night 
Uh, Piper versus Adrian Adonis. Yeah. Hair versus hair match. Yeah. Big yeah. consequences. Also, Piper's retirement match, yeah. supposedly, so he can go make movies. Yep. Um, yeah, leading up to it, we got a lot of clips in the Piper pit. We got Adrian attacking him. We have... Uh, yeah, the whole gimmick was that Piper took a little bit of time off after the last WrestleMania, and they replaced the pit with the flower shop. And when he came back, he's like, so this is what's replaced me? This guy? And this dress? Tears up that set. And yeah, he, yeah he, go, he loses his shit. And, uh, so that's like the rivalry. And it was actually a pretty long rivalry, too. With all yeah. the clips you saw, lots of different events. So it was, that was great. And this match was fun. Like, Adrian Adonis, again, I'm a bigger fan, except yeah. for his tights this time. It was weird. He's... I'm a much bigger fan of Adrian Adonis in this match than I was last week when we watched uh, the other WrestleMania. Like, he's incredible. Also, Adrian packs a big bag. He brings Jimmy Hart as his manager. A big ass mirror. Uh, essence is what I like to call it because it's perfume in a, in a bug spray container. And Later, he used by the Rick Bottom Martell. He yes. found that in the back of one day and was like, you know what? I'm going to be a villain. I'm going to repaint this and use it as my own. Uh, and then there was uh, Hedge Clippers, which will again be repurposed. So, I mean, he's bringing. That was key. The, the, the birth of the Hedge Clippers was right then. Right? So now we know why the Hedge Clippers were always with a soon-to-be character. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, we were watching this. Me and Jake were watching this. And during his promo, he was overusing the Hedge Clippers. So I'm glad he gave it to Brutus because he looked a little suspect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little he, he, he was overusing the Hedge Clippers. It got a little, it got a little silly. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this was a great match. Uh, I'm Yeah, right before Piper it, goes it, to... It, it was good. I don't know about I, great. I don't know. If you would have saw his last WrestleMania match, you, yeah, I guess I was, I was expecting a little bit, and I got a lot. So, I don't know. I like, I really liked it. Yeah, it was uh, his last one was short, but he did so much in it. It was like he moved like Shawn Michaels. Plus, there was a lot of spots where like he would do spots with uh, Jimmy Hart. So them both going over the ropes together and doing that ridiculous flip. And... That was good, right? Like, he took care yeah. of Jimmy on the way over. That was amazing. Like. He'd flip over that top rope, everything. It was it was great. We, we learned in Fix It to the Ring last time about why that happens. So, yeah. Thank um, you, RJ Turnbuckle. <laughs> uh, Brutus gets to wind. Or, 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 Piper wins. Oh, Piper, Piper wins. I'm sorry. And then sorry. Brutus shows up because he's now a good guy. Yeah. Revives Piper from a sleeper hold. Good, good night, Irene is the name of that, oh. so that hold. That, that was uh, Adrian's finish, which I think is hilarious for hmm. a name for a finish. Good night, Irene. That's a good one. He lets go too early. Piper. He's woken by Brutus. Piper puts on his sleeper hold, wins the match, and Brutus, he tells Brutus to start cutting hair. Yeah. And Brutus does his first haircut poorly. But he, but he doesn't even shave the whole thing, man. I don't think those clippers are working. For no, <laughs> th- those battery clippers, they've tried this before. Like Battery clippers like that don't work with wet hair. Yes. It ain't going to work. you got to use scissors. And so they work on it and work on it. He finally gets the scissors messes up his head pretty good. Okay, I think it depends on what type of hair you got. <laughs> I mean, I saw that thing in ECW where they had that problem, so the dude just pushed really hard and cut that dude's skull open. Oh. Damn near scalped him. Oh, shit. Uh, Damn. Yeah. So it can't go bad. So Brutus is being safe, which good for him. And the barber is fucking born, baby, and right. Brutus really hits his stride. Like This is the character I remember, the Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And thanks to Roddy Piper letting Brutus cut that hair, we have the barber. And then even after the haircut, Piper picks up the mirror, which is also an object that was brought to... So they did this really cool thing. Um, what our... Our, our sister podcast, uh, Transmission from the Dark Side, would call 
showing the gun in the first act and using it in the third. Okay. So they showed them. They showed the hedge clippers. So we know there's going to be an air cut. They showed Jimmy Hart. He was involved. They showed the mirror. So Adrian Adonis wakes up. He has his fucked up haircut, and Piper's just out, out there showing him with the mirror that he's got this messed up haircut and just just playing with him. And it was so much fun. That's my favorite kind of Piper. Him just being an antagonist, but in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. Adrian Adrian played his role perfectly. Freaks out, jumps out the ring, and uh, then we're done. And we're on. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Hart covers him with the coat, and they. Yeah, Piper leaves for Hollywood with his head held his head held high to go on and film. What was it? Uh, Hell comes to Frogtown, and they live. They live was actually pretty good. They live is awesome. Came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. I'm all, all out, out of bubble gum. gum. <laughs> and then we get we we cut to a, a shot of Gorilla, Mary Hart, and Bob uh, Euchre, and he and they were like, "Where's Jesse? Where's Jesse?" And Gorilla's like. Oh, we have to announce him. He insists that we announce him. So we cut to a shot of, of Finkel in the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Jesse, the body of Ventura. And it's just him waving. Why? I don't know. Until a little bit after Gorilla announces that he's going to be in Predator. So that's that's a big deal. And he stays in the ring until the next match starts. So I think, he, to me, like just the visual of it, is Jesse over overstaying his welcome <laughs> during the match, but uh, yeah, getting just, himself over. Yeah, he stole the bulldog though during this match. Next match. Oh, that was him stealing the bulldog. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he was just taking it back. <laughs> no, he stole it. Oh, and I believe he gave it to the Islanders and Bobby Heenan. At least by the next WrestleMania, that would what that's what happened to her. Well, that's good foreshadowing. All right, Jesse. All right, I take it back. That was cool. But yeah, it was the Hart Foundation with the evil referee Danny Davis, who's now also under Jimmy Hart's tutelage. This is Jimmy Hart's second appearance of fourteen, and they're taking on the British Bulldogs and Tito Santana because Tito Santana and the Bulldogs both lost their championships, the tag team titles and the Intercontinental title, respectively, because of bad refereeing by Davis. So Tito is continuing his paragon of virtue acts against bad referees, and yeah. This could have been one of the most amazing tag team matches of all time if it had been the Hart Foundation and the British Bulldogs with no bullshit story. I like the story, though. I like I liked the whole setup to this, like having a, uh, a bad referee. They did it really well in WCW. With Nick Patrick? Yeah, during the uh, NWO special event. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed the match. I thought that was tight. No, I thought the match was good, but I'm just thinking about, like, what if they'd had, like, 15 minutes and it was just a tag team, like, you know, a title bout, like a rematch. Yeah, just straight they'd up wrestling. tore the damn house. I'll tell you what, when when Tito got his hands on, on the bad ref Danny, it popped. Oh, no, the crowd. And he the almost crowd, got him in that figure four, and it popped hard. It was a big story, like, because he had, he had been robbing people of their titles, and there was a question of, I think, if he was going to be, like, the, the referee for the main event or something. Right. And they finally called him out, and he was like, yeah, I'm working with Jimmy Hart. So, yeah, this is a very much fuck the police, fuck authority type situation. You know, I, I, I thought it worked. The dangerous Danny Davis, who was not yeah. so dangerous. <laughs> not at all. But he does win the match. Megaphone shot, baby. The megaphone's out there for a reason. And, I, yeah, I, I, there's a pin, right? Danny Davis gets the pin with the yeah. megaphone shot. and But you didn't see it happen, which I thought was great, because it— felt real you know yeah you don't see it so obviously 
And we go on to Butch Reed versus Coco Beware with uh, Butch Reed's got Slick, and Slick is wearing an amazing gold tux, I want to say. Yeah, the, the first uh, shot you see is just Slick. Just Doctor of style, baby. He, he looks good. I'm a big Slick fan. Yeah, he Detroit he Detroit Crispy. He Detroit Crispy in that uh, in WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he looked he looked the part. He looked that part. I love Slick. He was great. And Butch Reed, yeah, he had the look. I don't, I don't know. He kind of was just around. I remember him from my childhood, but I don't remember him being around anywhere too long. I remember him more from Doom with the tag team of Ron Simmons. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. It was, shit. He was in tag team with uh, Farouk and shit? Yeah. yeah. They, 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 had, they, had, they wore masks, and they, everybody knew who they were, but they would never admit it. They're it both great. huge, too. They're just huge dudes. Yeah, Teddy uh, Long was amazing. Did did uh did my man the did uh did Slim wear uh gaiters? Was he wearing gaiters? Gator skin shoes? Yeah. Yeah, man. Slick Slick is a doctor of style, was man. Gator, yeah. what, was he wearing gaiters in WrestleMania? In Pontiac? Because you know like the yeah, wearing gaiters in Detroit. The gaiters is a Detroit thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's pretty big, man. You know what I'm saying? Like looking crispy like that, and then you know what I'm saying, letting it letting it. Topping it off with the Gators and shit, you know. Now, I don't know. I'm talking. I'm slurring and shit. Look, look. You shouldn't have brought that whiskey, man. Saying. You shouldn't have brought that whiskey. Uh, so Coco comes in. Uh, <laughs> nice transition. You like man. that? <laughs> nice transition, baby. Uh, but for real, was he wearing Gators? Yes. though? Straight up. Yes. The Doctor of Style wears yes. the best. All right, man. All right, all right, all right. Uh, he comes into Morris Day in the time. The bird. Oh, and now was that was that the music that was playing? Yeah, yeah. Two years after Purple Rain drops, we got Morse Day bringing in Coco Beware, and that was my shit. So I, I was really glad. I love Morse Day. So going back to me hating, loving the bad guy over the good guy, me and my sister used to fight over Purple Rain because I was a Morse Day fan and she liked Prince. I I just think the bird's a better song. Well, I did when I was a kid. Morris Day, the shit. I use Morris yeah. Day in the time right. as my intro. As our our intro music for our, our improv troupe is Morris Day in the time. That's dope. Uh, Coco, I, lo- I just want to say that Frankie the Bird, yeah, knew his fucking job, man. That bird performed every time Coco put his arm up. The bird would like start flapping its wings and things. I mean, that Frankie was smart as shit. So good for good for him. I just I, I appreciated Frankie the Bird. So the match is pretty quick. Uh, r- Butch Reed uh, wins by gra- uh, getting a handful of tights, a handful of tights, and then grabbing the rope and somehow getting leverage that way. And well, then uh, if you would stick around for RJ Turnbuckle's lessons. You'd I, understand how that works. I, I need a lot of pee breaks, man. I don't know. Um, <sighs> matches over after the one, two, three. <laughs> then Tito comes in, as he oh, as he tends to do when, when cheating mother- happens. <laughs> Paragon of Virtue Tito Santana comes back out here and ruins Slick's tuxedo. Just rips it in half. Which is I'm, Hulk Hogan's gimmick. So his hater he, fucked up his whole outfit, man. Yeah. So his Fuck whole thing is, here, you man. cheated, so I'm going to strip you? I, I, your, your manager? That was weird. I didn't get the context Yeah, you could have just beat his ass. You had to ruin his outfit, though, man. That outfit was mad crispy, dog. Slick had to come back out later that night with like a taped up shirt. He still had holes in his shirt. <laughs> I did like that. That when he came back out, it was he was still all fucked up. Like, <laughs> wait a man, wait a keep that going. That's commitment, slick. So good for you, man. Now I gotta say, like this whole point was when I kind of remembered nostalgically what the look looked like. It was darker inside the arena, yep. 
and everything kind of picked up a lot. And we go right into Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat. Yes. yes. A lot of yes. The, the video promos, the Fuck. whole story. Yeah. The I, best match of the card. The best match of the card. I remember the setup to this. Um, Ricky Steamboat being on that rail, like it was a throat against a rail, and then Randy dropping. Yeah, dropping on him. And jumping from the top rope to the outside back then was like a huge deal. It was yeah. never done. So, it, I, you know, as a kid, I, I couldn't figure out how he sold it or how this could be fake. You know, because like, almost like Santa Claus, when you're that young, you're trying to figure out what's real, what's fake. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you've heard wrestling's fake. So you're trying to find, okay, is it? Are they faking now? But when I saw that, I I freaked the fuck out. That that scared the shit out of me, and it still looks slick today. Yeah, I love. Yeah, it was it was. Stop this match. With, yeah, this match could easily get put with any shit you see today, man. It was it was that dope, and it stole the show. Like you, you always have matches like in a big like any big pay per view, whether it's WrestleMania or SummerSlam or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You have a match that's just still the show. That's better than the Main event, yeah, the, the, better than the hype. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the IC title match was this. Well, this, this, more interesting than this was dope, yeah. and they, and they and they told the story well through the match mm-hmm. because they uh, you could tell like how they were wrestling, like how they were just trying to win the fucking match, like just trying not trying to do like big moves, but just trying to do like technical shit, like 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 a small package or a fucking like or whatever or a roll up pin, like they were just trying to win the fucking match, however they could. Yeah, and like, and that, and that, and that, that show. I don't know. That show how much the title means. Yeah, how much the yeah. title meant, and just the the rivalry and everything. This well, the, this is my yeah. This is and, and a lot of people. Sorry, I mean, like, you good? You could, no, well, no. a lot of people say like Alex. We talking about this earlier. Like, uh, people think that uh, that match is one of the greatest WrestleMania matches ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage, and like, I don't think that, but I see why. You know what I'm saying? It's just. It stands it's, out. Right? Yeah, it stands out very much as far as everything else. That this matches this this is the best match of the card. That was the best match of the card, straight up. Straight I completely up. agree. I completely agree. Uh, what I also liked about uh, Savage's performance was while he's doing all that selling this match, he's also selling the story that he doesn't want anybody touching Elizabeth. So at the beginning of the match, they're, they're, they're they they go back and forth, back and forth, and then he jumps out and moves her to the other side of the ring. Like it's it's a subtle character thing, but it it does sell that character. He's always selling that character and the match at the same time. That's you know that's having two brains and it's impressive as fuck. Yeah, and they had George the Animal still out there, which is a carryover callback, if right. you will, to WrestleMania two, where George is obsessed with Elizabeth. So that kind of furthers why Macho Man's super protective, and Elizabeth, like you said, Jake. Good lord, man. Elizabeth I know there's been like WWF girls who did Playboy, but if she ever did one, it'd have outsold all of them by a lot. Elizabeth's fucking beautiful. She's bad. R.I.P. <laughs> I think, and I, another thing I want to mention is like what you said, Jake. The the pins they they were going for the win, and the referee did an amazing job in this match. Yeah, hell yeah. I believe he was handpicked by Randy Savage for it because he the way he counted, the way he would dive over people to get down there for that count constantly. Yeah. He was all over the place. There were so many near falls. The crowd went crazy thinking Steamboat had won like two or three times before the actual finish, which was a, which just showed you how well they had them. Like everyone was watching every single moment of this. 
and it was it. That's why you can. I, and it was very fast paced. Like it was just yeah, like yeah. dog. Like this is. I even like how, even though, uh, Steamboat, <laughs> Steamboat got him in the the small package and got the one two three, Savage jumps out at three point five. You know, like uh, oh man. He was so close. He barely beat him. There's one shoot with a small package because it's like a quick move, right? Yeah. You know? It's like, no, you don't really lock somebody up as long as you want to with that move. He just got him. And they, they, they brought the belt. The, the bell came back in. So George makes his appearance and knocks Randy off. So they, they were tra- he was trying to re-injure him. So the crowd's really starting to hate this dude. And then, bam, pin. Out of nowhere. Nowhere. Oh, it was just a, it's, it was a fun match. I, I would watch this match. one again. Definitely. Let's talk about George Animal still though. Like he uh He got a huge like crowd reaction, local guy, right? Yeah. And he came out there. I remember like everyone when he got in the ring was hoo, 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 doing like the, the, the animal like thing. The crowd was all about some George. People loved him. I, I don't think it was just a Detroit thing. I think overall he was just a lovable character because he didn't have any malice. Okay. I mean I mean I, I, I my opinion. He's an iconic character for sure. The green tongue, yeah. the body hair. I still yeah, think that body, was... yeah, that body here. That's why he called an animal. Like, well, they made him wear a shirt this time. Every, every, <laughs> every part of his body's hair except his head. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> it was wild. I just want to know what, like, what sucker or candy he ate before every wrestling match because, like, his whole mouth was like dyed green. Anyways, love George. Maybe he probably was Laffy Taffy around in the eighties. Maybe, maybe that day ate some green apple Laffy Taffy or something. I don't know. And like before we before we close out on this Ricky Steamboat match because it was amazing, I did want to mention that the big turning point was the slingshot into the post. Now the slingshot maneuver is where you hold the guy's feet and flip him up into the air. I'm gonna get drink of water really quick. All right, Bob, go ahead. So like, that's what it you know you hold the guy's feet and you fall back. And I just the physics of the ring need to be explained for this because it's a it's a constant move. And I just it's, professor. Oh hello. Thank you. <laughs> Are you called? Yes, um, I was wanting to explain the physics of the slingshot maneuver. Oh, the slingshot maneuver. Yes, um, very simple. Uh, uh, a body in motion will stay in motion. So if you grab uh, a heel by the heel and you push back, if there's nothing blocking him, uh, a rope, referee, manager, uh, he is going to be slingshot and add momentum until he flies uh, head over heel. Okay. So, and as we discussed last week, the, the main weight of the villain is in the heel. It's in the heel. So, that's, yes. So, by throwing that down. Yes. Uh, Alex, you understand this perfectly well. I don't know why you call me from my perch. I can't explain them as well as you. I've read all your books from the DeVry University, and I just think that they're amazing. All right. Well, my slow cooker's full. I must go now. Birds, carry me away. Majestic. Hey, Bob. Yo, what, uh, the, yo, what the fuck was that? That's Professor R.J. Turnbuckle, man. Was he? He looked a lot like Bob. Oh, that's just coincidence. Oh, was he here again? He was. While you're getting that raw water, I hope you enjoy it. But Damn, I, I learned about the slingshot. Anyways, we're on to one of my favorite wrestlers, the villain, greatest intercontinental champion of all time, who's not yet held the title, Honky Tonk Man from Memphis, nice. Tennessee, and he's taking on Jake the Snake Roberts with Alice Cooper. Great pairing of Alice Cooper and Jake the Snake, I thought. Uh, talk about the, the, the guitar. Oh, yeah. So, 
Because you told me the story. I, I I remember the story, but I don't remember the facts. And you were telling me about it, so... Yeah, yeah. so we had the video package leading up, and you see in the snake pit, Jake is calling Honky Tonk Man out. Honky Tonk just crushes a guitar in his head, and the guitar doesn't give it all. There's like a bit of a hole where his skull went, but it's because they didn't... This is one of the first like real guitar shots they had done, and they didn't take out the steel reinforcement in the back. So it basically just messed Jake up real bad. So it was like basically taking a crowbar to the back of that, someone's head. Just right over the front, right over the top. Just bam. And then you saw Jake go down. There wasn't much acting in that. Like it really messed up his neck, and supposedly, according to him, this is about the time after that he was so hurt that he started taking more pills to deal with the pain, uh, which led to later on problems. But allegedly, this is like one of the big events that caused a lot of that. That sucks, problems. man. Ooh. I know. And if you see the shot, like as they show it, man, it, that, that guitar does not break very much, and he just, no. man, he nailed him. Not compared to how they explode now that they're gimmicked. Yeah, they loosen the strings up and everything. Yeah, but ooh. It was nasty. When you know that and you watch it again, it's like, oh, God. It's like watching that Stone Cold thing where he gets power different and you know it was coming. This was a pretty good match. I enjoyed it. Not my favorite match, but I I did I did like it. Uh, I, I thought it was kind of weak. I like Jimmy Hart was out there again. We saw a lot of Jimmy Hart during this whole event. He was the hardest working man at WrestleMania three, no doubt. And I love the honky-tonk outfit. He looked just like Elvis. And, like again, Jake the Snake Roberts match starts fast. Immediately. Jumps him. Yeah. Uh, Alice Cooper jumps in at the end after Honky Tonk steals a win by holding the ropes. Because that's how leverage works. Exactly. Took off his jacket. And looked so unintimidating. Yeah, he looked like a 13-year-old girl (laughs) coming (laughs) in there. He could just hear the air go out of the building. It's like, oh, Alice is going to get... Oh, Alice is not going to do much. (laughs) (laughs) Even during during the the pre-match interview, Alice wasn't very intimidating. Like... Oh, we're gonna come for you, like, like you. Yeah, he was very not Alice Cooper in my mind. Like, I imagine, like in my head, Alice Cooper's like a lot like Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, and he was just like, I am from this city, and this is the birthplace of rock and roll, buddy, buddy. Uh, no. What up, though? Uh, <laughs> but I did like this whole thing at the at the end of the match. <laughs> Jake the Snake grabs Jimmy Hart, uh, puts him in a. Puts him in a lock. The full Nelson the that full we Nelson. saw. And you saw the fingers were locked, which you didn't see in the first match. And he looks like he's having a good time here. <laughs> Jake the Snake, not Jimmy Hart. And he puts, it grabs him in the corner. Then he puts his leg around so Jimmy can't kick or anything. And they, they kind of just rub him with the snake. Uh, but like I just love the look on Jake the Snake Robert's face because he was just like, just having a good time, man. Like just, I think he was just glad he didn't have to actually handle the snake this night. <laughs> <laughs> He let, let Alice wonder, do it. I wonder if Alice brought his own snake. That snake was ready for the show, though, man. It's popping up throughout the bag, the bag and everything. It was great. Uh, I was, I just wish Jimmy Hart would have passed out from fear. That would have been cool. That would have been hilarious. And then we go on to a match that is so forgettable that I don't even want to talk about it. But Bolsheviks versus Killer Bees. Yay, the Killer Bees. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan. We already do top five worst tag teams of all time killer bees I'm my sure number a lot one of hate out Just... cock knocking rougeos and the killer bees <laughs> but b brian blair and those guys i think they they lose because hacksaw stole the show and whacks the iron sheik in the back of the head with a two by four they were about to lose anyways because she had him in the uh, uh, camel clutch so it was going to be a lose anyways i, I guess he, 
It was, I don't know. It, it, it was, if, I was so bored. I believe it would be as the Sheik says, be, be Brian Blair, I break your back, fuck you, and ass make you humble. I mean, we're almost to the main event here. That's the next match. I I really enjoyed this whole event, but this is definitely a match I would have cut out. That in the first match, I, th- I think, would have been the first... Yeah, you know, we match, this match pretty trash. There was a yeah. lot of matches, and I, I, I only think they did this one just to try and get Hacksaw over a little bit more, or maybe just to bring the audience down. Well, he also had that gimmick where he was like, "America, ho, USA." Yeah, I, I think Hacksaw got a lot of uh, a lot out of that that gimmick of him being patriotic and not really doing anything in the ring that was impressive. I probably one of my least favorite wrestlers. See, I like I loved Hack. I liked Hacksaw as a wrestler. I just didn't get with. I, I think he had a dark match because of, there's like stories about him going out first for this event hmm. and them asking him what it looked like, and he's like, "I didn't have my glasses on, so I only saw the first row." But <laughs> uh, damn, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I did what the first bro first row looked like, brother. So I think he had like a dark match, but yeah, it was Hacksaw gave personality to the good guy team at least, and I think he stole the show on that one. And though it was. Not really a great show to steal. Mm. But we do go right in to the video clips for the main event. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object, as Gorilla Monsoon described it. Hulk Hogan, champion for three years, going against a man who has been undefeated in singles competition for 15. Andre the Giant. He's champion for three years, bro. It's a long time. I would get... I would get very bored fast with that. Like, As a kid, I wanted Earthquake to beat him when that happened. I was really rooting for Earthquake just for a change. But See, I was all in. Three I, I, fucking I, years? I was all in. Cause, I don't know. How he, often did he defend the title back then? It wasn't nearly as much. Like Seeing Hogan on TV was a big deal. Okay, so that's so. So they pretty much like did it kind of like boxing almost. You know. What I'm yes. Saying? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, there was a, he would do a lot of like tag team stuff or help people out. Like he was always doing the yeah, right thing, but, but like, he was never. But like, def, but he, he never defended the title nearly as much as they do now. No. No. no, no. Nothing. He was like not suffering. Bro, that's that's. Oh my god, man. He was more of a brand. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I see that, that. You know, that's your brand. You gotta be champion for a while. You know what I'm saying? But like. I don't know. I I can think of like right now looking at what we saw, like who who could, who could they pass it to? Nobody. Who needed it, you know? Hogan had to have it. They were doing so much change, they had to have one consistent thing. One thing they could focus on and that was Hogan. The real American, the good guy, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, drink milk. All that good shit. And and we're and we're watching this in a time where they're trying to do it kind of family family friendly. Because we, we got the cartoon going on. We got the action figures that we're trying to sell. So he's a what they would consider a positive role model. model. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he was a huge role model for the 80s. Like, big, big deal. That's why the steroid scandal was such a huge thing. Uh, and, like, the lead-up. I'm actually going to post, post a link. A friend sent this to me when I told him we were doing this episode. It's, like, all of, like, the events leading up to this, like the story they told. It's actually really really good uh, they did some subtle things like when hogan gets this award for being champion for three years andres who was there when he first won it congratulating him comes out shakes his hand you know uh three years as champions kind of a long time and then just kind of like slowly yeah. but like they're still like shaking hands and hugging and he kind of just walks away and then hogan and then andre gets some award that's a trophy much smaller than the one hogan had received 
for being undefeated for 15 years. And Hogan comes up to congratulate him, and the interview focuses on Hogan. And then Andre's just like, fuck this, I'm out. And just walks away. Wow. So like, there's a lot of these little things they did, and then until finally the big reveal with Bobby getting, in Ho- getting Andre's head. And starting that whole Heenan, Heenan family, which it was... Probably one of my favorite stables of all time. Oh, yeah. It's the, one of the best names for a man, the Heenan family. It's not like, yeah, it was great. It was great. And that, and he was the figurehead. Having Andre was like the thing. And I remember watching it, I think it was like Sunday morning wrestling, when he did the thing where he ripped Hogan's shirt and how, how heartbroken I was. Like, oh, no, that's your, bu- that's your man. That's your best friend. You're ripping his shirt? And the drama was so about Piper, though. You're bleeding. Yeah. You're cool. bleeding. It's nuts. Because, uh, yeah, that was that was not, like, supposed to happen. He just, his fingernail caught him. And he's just yeah. a giant of a man. So he literally just sliced him open a little bit in the chest. And, he, and Piper's just like, you're bleeding. And shows him the blood. And it just cuts. That's it. It was amazing. It, like, it was a... Uh, and, like, Jake, I really want to hear your perspective on this match. Because it's your first time seeing it. I've seen it dozens. But your first time seeing this whole thing from start to finish. And I was shocked when you told me that. I'm, I'm, so I'm really yeah. excited to kind of get your feel for it. No, it was a good match. Like, definitely. Like, um, it definitely delivered, you know. Um, you know, like, you see these two uh, iconic guys. And, they like, you know, they're colliding and shit Big like that. Big stare off at the finish. At yeah. the start of it, you know. Yeah. And, like, um, I think that um, – like I said, it was well played. Like Hogan, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he, you know what I'm saying? He played this position as like, you know, like he's the next guy up, but Andre's still the man. And, you know, Andre's like whooping his ass most of the match, you know what I'm saying? He, he you know, he playing that role. Like he's struggling and shit, but he still like got fighting him. He's still getting shots in on him and shit like that. And then like that, and then that one moment when he knocked, when he knocks Andre off his feet. And the then, crowd went yeah. crazy. Went not, yeah. Went crazy, you know, and he picked him up, scoop slammed him, and that's the uh I've seen that scoop slam a thousand fucking times. But I've never yeah, seen a match I haven't seen a match I, I think they, time. they had that shot in the opening of Raw or yeah. something. Yeah. Like that's, that's part yeah. of that, yeah. that is like that's the that's, moment. Can he slam Andre? That's the thing. Yeah. I've seen that scoop slam a hundred times, but I, I haven't seen the actual match. That was my first time I seen the actual match. Um but yeah, he scoop slammed him, then he did a leg drop and then he, you know what I'm saying, he pins him. He got yeah. out of that leg drop, too. Yeah. Yeah. This match was much longer than I remembered as a kid. Yes. Yeah, I remember it being really quick. Like, Yeah, I remember it being like like an eight-minute match tops. and then, But it was – no, it, but it went. They went outside. I forgot, I, the outside of the ring, I forgot all about See, all that. I did have an issue with Hogan cheating. And I'm not the first person to say that. I listen – I watch enough YouTube – like wrestling shows and and listen to enough podcasts to know that I'm not the first one. This is not a hot take at all, but Hogan cheats, and I thought that was kind of bullshit. Like he he rips up the floor and he's he's trying to do something to Andre. Pile driver, yeah, pile driver on on the bare floor. Like that seemed like a not a real American, you know, babyface move to do. I don't think Kofi would try something like that. Oh, uh, that's a very American thing to do. <laughs> Very American. Very American. I think it's actually cheating and and quintessential American. Do what it takes to get the job done. Yeah. And and say it's right because it's our team. Yeah. If you're being a child (laughs) role model, though. Yeah, that sounds better. That sounds better. If you're being a child role model, like you want, you if you're coaching a a little league team, you're not going to tell your pitcher to 
hit that other pitcher in the arm. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, because I don't know. That sounds better. That doesn't sound like a very role model thing to do. But as far as like American, yeah, America will do some fuck shit to win. And we'll say it's right because it's us back in Yeah. Yeah. But Hogan, hey, Andre did a great job. He was all... I, he cut some weight. He looked great. Loved the new outfit, and he and he was all over the place. Like this match was longer. There was much more to it. I remember, like as a kid, my, if I could go back with my nostalgia glasses, there was this. He tried to slam him, fell back, and then he did slam him. Pretty much it. Yeah, I remember more attempts at the slam. Yeah, but, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching this. This again. is a great match. It, it was it was a good match. It definitely delivered. It lived up to it lived up to his hype. Um. Still ain't better than uh, Ricky Steamboat and no. uh, Randy Savage. That's but, the match. But uh, it was uh, Hogan and it brought Andre, the people. Yeah, yeah. Hogan and yeah. Andre, it, it they they delivered. It and it good. has it the best tagline. I love that, that the irresistible force meets the immovable object. Like that old paradox like that the gorilla just used. Like, yeah. for, like the tagline for this whole event was it was great, and it drew the people. But yeah, Randy Savage and Steamboat stole the show. So so overall. Uh, Jake, would you consider this a much watch or eh? Like, uh, I'll consider some matches must watch. Like, like we we gotta give them like matches to watch. Like, I don't know, like, Adonis and Piper. Yeah. Yes. Adonis and Piper definitely. Uh, like I said, uh, Ricky Steamboat, Randy Savage, definitely. Of course, Hogan and Andre. You know what I'm saying? Anything? That's three. Anything else? You know what I'm mm. saying? I think that's the main three. That's the, think, that's the main three. Yeah. Um, junk. Uh, watch the junkyard dog match with uh my man. What's Harley what? Race? Yeah. Just cause junkyard dog is it was a dope character. Watch you know? that promo. I think he got watch promo that. promo of the day goes to JYD. JYD. Hell yeah. JYD. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Those three matches I think are the like the ones that if you were gonna watch three that's that should be it and that JYD had probably the best promo of the day and and look and. Just get some good looks at Miss Elizabeth as much as you can. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Take 20, 20 more years later, Detroit uh, WrestleMania will come back to Detroit. We'll get down the road to that one later on at WrestleMania 23. This is a big episode. It's been a lot of fun, guys. Uh, any closing remarks you have on WrestleMania 3? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I think the recipe, I think the recipe for success was made on this one. I loved it. I think they learned a lot from the last two WrestleManias, and they really improved on it. The product was so much better. It was a lot easier to watch than the last two, to be honest. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I think it could have been a little bit shorter, you know, maybe shorten some matches or don't have them at all. I, I can understand what, wanting to showcase all the superstars, but unless you have a story, I kind of like, agree with The Miz. Why would you want to be part of the event if you are in a cold story? Right. So, Unless you're starting something brand new, it's going to be really good. And I can't honestly tell you if it's just because th- this is the WrestleMania I started with, why it's so important to me and why I love it so much, or or if it's just because it was really good. But I, I think the three matches that Jake brought up are the ones to watch. And now with the WWE uh, app, you can just cut right to them. Yeah. So do that. I do love the updates. It's really fun to look through the, like, the yeah. characters and things. And I agree. Uh, Jake, what about you? Any, any fi- I mean, th- I, I was really surprised it's like your first time watching this all the way through. So, any final comments on it? Besides, the '80s looked dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The further back you go in time, the dirtier shit looked, man. I think the '80s was a combination of like 
dirty, looking dirty and shit. I don't know, man. It just looks like a dirty time. I know y'all were clean back then, but it's no. just like <laughs> it just look like it just look dirty. No, like they don't look. It Every- just don't. It don't look crispy. The nineties. The nineties and so on looks 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 good. Looks crispy. Everything else. I think that's funny, I, man. You everybody in that arena had a funny mustache and drove a van. That's it's that's weird, be fun. man. <laughs> there were a lot, there were a lot of vans in that parking yeah, lot. I a, guarantee you. That's that. a van. It's just it's just I don't know. Just Mecca. look look. I don't know. A lot of hairspray too. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck man. A lot of that shit. But look, um, yeah, WrestleMania three, um. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan or, you know, aspire to be a wrestler, like, it's a, it's a definite watch. Every, like, watch it, like, yeah, like, if you're a wrestling fan and you aspire to be a wrestler, like, watch every WrestleMania. Watch everything. Go back. Learn the history of your shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as being entertained and shit, like, you know, like, watch those watch those few matches we saw. It was a hard watch for me because as a... Come, as a it's 90, hard going back from where yeah, you started. Yeah. As a 90s kid coming in, like, watching... Starting watching wrestling like '93 and shit, you know what I'm saying? Going back, it's like a hard watch. But there's some, de- there's definite gems in that shit. And like, uh, not trying to like disrespect like uh, the pioneers of wrestling and everything. Like, definitely for um, Andre the Giant, definitely Coco Beware, JYD, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Hulk Hogan, even though uh, he's slightly racist, but um, <laughs> ouch. Yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I, 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 <laughs> sorry. Can, no, can't. We can't defend him. I, I, I can't defend him. That's why I'm just like saying, all right. He all said right. shit. I'll never say. So yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> it's. It, it. I agree with you, Jake. I, I don't watch the '70s stuff because it's very hard. I mean, I, I, right. I can occasionally, but it, it is hard going back from where you start. And luckily, I, I I started watching about this time. So going back and watching the old videos as a kid, my history started here. This has been a fun one for me, guys, personally. Thank you guys uh, for watching this with me. It was fun reliving the childhood and going back in time with you guys. And Jake, watching it with you for the first time was that a was lot of fun as well. fucking awesome, man. Yeah. I didn't realize until halfway through that this was like your first time watching this end to end. And I was like, I was so excited. And it was, it was great. So, guys, thank you once again. And thank all of you for downloading and subscribing, liking us on Facebook, following us on Instagram. We guys, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate your support. We're getting better at this. We're having more fun with this. And it's going to be a lot better to come. So many more WrestleManias to get to. So many more bad doctors and terrible interviews and great shit, too. But for all of us here, my name is Alex Ketchum. Bob Wick. Jake Russell. And until next time, y'all, we're going for the leg. Hold up now. Before you go, we here at the WrestleManiacs podcast want to thank you for listening. We want you to know that this is a podcast by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. So we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear your stories your comments, your questions, so we can make this podcast as good as possible. Now, in order to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Facebook at WrestleManiacs Podcast on Facebook, or you can email us at WrestleManiacsPod at gmail.com or on Instagram at WrestleManiacsPod. Thank you for tuning in, and we want to also thank Gabber Media. You can check out all their other great shows or however you get your podcast or at GabberMedia.com. See you guys next time.